guys, and welcome to episode 18 of Hashtag No Filter. I am recording today from Rice Village, uh, right on Amherst Street, next to Susie's Cakes. And if you're not on a diet, I recommend going and getting the birthday cake from mm. Susie Cakes. If you are on a diet, I still recommend that because everyone has cheat days, as my guest is going to um, going to tell you about. Anyway, so today's guest, you are familiar with the most dramatic show on television. You're definitely going to know him. His name's Luke Pell. He was on season 12 of The Bachelorette. Um, it was JoJo Fletcher's season. And then he was on Winter Games, and he's a very talented musician. And he is here today to talk about everything. He already promised me that no question is off limits, and he will answer everything. So um, this might get rowdy. <laughs> rowdy. <laughs> so welcome, Luke. Hi. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Are you super excited? I am excited. Yeah. I love podcasts. Yeah. Everybody's best. starting podcasts these days. Mm-hmm. All my friends are. All my all my reality TV people are starting podcasts. My other country music artists are starting podcasts. Like, so are you gonna start a podcast? I'm like, man, I feel like I'm missing out. But then also, I feel like I'm behind the power curve. So like, everybody, it's like cliche. Now, if I start a podcast, True. it's like I'm already behind. Everybody else already started one. They're True. like, oh, he's gonna start one too. I'm really gonna listen to that. You but should. I, I, so I'm just kind of like being. A like a, a, a frequent guest on a lot of other. But you podcasts. love it. You love it. You love. Being I love. A I guest. love just talking. I grew up. My my dad used to make me listen to Rush Limbaugh. You know, I was growing up as mm-hmm. a kid, and uh, you know, whatever. He was like the original podcast guy where you just get on there and just like rant about whatever's on your mind. It's fun. It's know? fun. I and love. This was talking. politics, but maybe ours is whatever reality TV or yeah, yeah. Our dogs or you yeah, know, fake boobs or you yeah. Know, we we can talk about fake whatever. It's actually had someone on to talk kids. about. I don't know. Yeah, potty training. I'll talk kids. about Do whatever. I don't have any kids but I can talk about how to potty train one. But how would you know how to potty train one? Because I know how to train dogs. <laughs> and I feel like it's similar. You know? Guys, Luke is funny. Positive, positive affirmation. <laughs> you know? Um, okay, so very exciting that you're here. So Luke is actually here for a show at Irish Cowboy tonight. Is that what it's called? Yep, yeah. Irish Cowboy tonight. Um, but we're not we're not going there yet. We are first going to start. We're going to talk about Luke and his story. So just tell everyone. You can do a synopsis, whatever you want to do. How Luke? You guys might may or may not know. He was in the army for five years. He was in Afghanistan. He um, has done all sorts of things. So will you just kind of give your your timeline of the Luke yeah. story? Yeah. No, I uh, I grew up in a little town called Burnett, Texas, right outside of Austin. Um, did Friday Night Lights, played high school football, uh, worked on a horse ranch, had my family's ranch to work on every summer. Um, just very kind of cliche country kid. And then uh, I ended up on a football scholarship to West Point in New York because that's where I went to college. And then, so I think at that point in my life, when I was 17 and got that offer, I was kind of like, hey, this is my chance to be outside the box, do something different. Um, and so I did. I took the chance. I had no background in the military in my family. Oh, wow. No sense of where I was going or ever. I'd never even traveled out of the state of Texas, really. And so, anyway, I ended up in a military academy in Jeez. upstate New York, all in you know that first summer out of high school. So, wow, that led to uh, you know my you know four years there in New York, and then I went into the army. You have a five-year commitment as an army officer mm-hmm. afterwards, and I moved around several different places. Spent a year in Afghanistan. Uh, you know, had to learn how to fight a war at 22 years old and go through all these growing pains, uh, but great experiences. And I got to see the world. I met a lot of great people and learned a lot about myself and how to, you know, deal with, uh, you know, kind of trial by fire. And so uh, it was a great time in my life. Wow. Um, 
But then, so when yeah. was that? When were you? When were the five years up? Uh, 2007 okay. is when I graduated. Uh -huh. 2012 is when I came off active duty uh, okay. as a captain in the army, and I got to choose. Hey, do you want to go back to the civilian world or stay and try to right. be a general or something? You know, uh, in 30 years. So I chose to go out of the military and come off active duty, and I got a uh, a job for an oil company, being an engineer in Oklahoma City, and just up and moved straight mm -hmm. out of the army. The money was great. The company was great. Um, and it seemed like the right thing to do, but mm -hmm. I wasn't completely fulfilled there. And yeah. uh, ended up going to work for a consulting firm over in College Station, Texas, a couple years later. Great company, small uh, company that did consulting for um, um, CEOs and, uh -huh. and, and, and Fortune 500 companies. And I really loved the people there, but I was just still like searching for what my kind of entrepreneur spirit mm -hmm. was lead, leading me to. Mm -hmm. And uh, for me at the time, it became music. And uh, it had always been on the side my entire life, but it had never been in, in the forefront. And so I mm -hmm. um, finally moved back to Nashville. And uh, yeah, started just trying to build a career as a songwriter and didn't know what the outcome was, what the money was gonna mm -hmm. be. It was all different. I felt very unsettled for a while, uh -huh. um, but then things started falling into place and uh, I never looked back. And, and I yeah. think I read it somewhere, it might have been on your site, I'm not sure, but were you, did someone actually send you your guitar to Afghanistan? Yeah. Like you, you like missed it so much, or you just. Well, I I actually asked somebody before I left. I was like, "Can you, when I get over there and get an address, figure out where I'm going to be? Can you mail this to wow. me?" Wow. Um, so did that kind of help you there? Because I can own, I can't even imagine what one, you know, yeah. what you were uh, exposed to in Afghanistan. Did that like help you kind of having the music there and having? Oh, it was I'm, great. Yeah. Um, you know, because you you work a lot of hours over there. You work at night a lot and those type of things. But you know, we we're a very remote location yeah. in the mountains of Afghanistan. So. That was like my one thing that kind of was therapy for me. I could just have my guitar and yeah. chill out at yeah. night, you know, when I got back and had a little bit of off time. And, right. And so that kind of kept me grounded and kept giving me inspiration. Wow. So yeah. once you um, decided to leave the corporate world for, for sure. music, at what point, when did The Bachelorette happen and what, what how did that happen? Yeah, so I was in Nashville uh, about to sign my first publishing deal um, and was just grinding away, finding ways to make it work. And uh, I was um, just, I had a couple of real estate projects going, mm -hmm. a little bit of oil and gas stuff going, and I was just trying to like juggle a lot of uh, different projects at one time. And uh, I found out that a year earlier, before I'd moved back to Nashville, mm -hmm. um, this a friend of mine, Kim, who cut my hair in, in, uh, in College Station, Texas, oh, wow. she was always trying to like, set me up on blind dates, like <laughs> like your hairstylist, whatever. Right, right, of course, of like, course. Oh my God, gossip, 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 yeah, you yeah, should talk yeah. to who, she just broke up with whatever. <laughs> and uh, so that didn't work on a couple blind dates. And then finally, you know, she kind of like halfway joked about like, I'm just gonna sign you up for The Bachelor, you should do that. And she really actually did it. And then a year later, oh they like gosh. found the file and then they called me and they said, hey, we're coming to Nashville, they like wow. to sit down and visit with you. And I was like, sure, why not? Let's, yeah. I don't know, whatever, I'm down. So yeah. I went and talked to a couple of casting producers, casting directors, and uh, they did a little interview. And, and the then, yeah, history. then they took me to LA. We did some more interviews and then wow. we were filming like a month later, so. Wow. Yeah. So. And then from there, and then we'll go back to The Bachelorette. How, what, how far after was Winter Games? Because Bachelorette, when did you film? Yeah, so Bachelorette was uh, summer of 2016. Okay, and Winter Games me. was just And then Winter Games winter, was, right? uh, we filmed in December of 2017. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so did so you I, did you know you wanted to go on another Bachelor show, or, or they approached well, you? and? Yeah, you know, they approach you every season after that uh, for a lot of the people. Once yeah. you've done one season, yeah, then you're yeah, kind yeah. of in this pool of, 
yeah. alumni that has you know been established publicly as like a bachelor nation right. person right and they can kind of pull you back in for all their spinoff shows mm -hmm. or for to be the bachelor or whatever right right and so that just kind of continues and so that's that's interesting as that just continues to evolve yeah. because every year you're never really out of that right circle. right like you're either dating somebody out in the outside world right or if you're not or if you are they'll still try to like they'll pull, cast right, you right, to come back something. in and do a spinoff show yeah or so that's what happens so, on other games okay so let's talk first okay bachelorette when you were on i feel like you didn't have any conflicts in the house like did you have enemies with um, the guys? i mean i had guys i didn't like and stuff but, but no like you were never one of them not I can't remember. not visibly right i was like the cinderella's like story like the the guy yeah. that's like she really likes him yeah but then there's like a front runner who's like oh i'm a i'm a, I'm a quarterback you know that's <laughs> but i feel like jordan you know that um my my brother played in the oh jordan rogers last year right <laughs> <laughs> and I love Jordan. He's great. But that, that's how they, they, you know, they set the of show course. up like that. And, but, so uh, I, but I feel like if there were, like, bachelor superlatives or bachelor superlatives, you yeah. probably would have been, like, most likable. Like, I don't remember you having any sort of, like, argument or anything right. with any of the guys. Yeah. Like, you were very, like, you were on good terms with them. So, right. okay, so you go through it and you're, you're runner-up. You were runner-up, right? I should know. This. No, well, that's how I was set up. But then I ended up, like, they did a to-be-continued episode like, right, where she right. didn't call my name. And then I got sent home fourth. Fourth, fourth, right, like right, 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 right. So, okay, so so in terms of like, yeah, were you was your heart broken? Like, were you in love and were you were you? Well, I mean, it was, it, it was interesting for me, especially after being on a spinoff show, where you know the chemistry wasn't the same and everything. Right. Because the first my first experience was it just coincidentally I was one of the people that did actually have a connection yeah. with her. Yeah, like a true connection. And, yeah, we didn't have to realize that we, we wouldn't have to really think about the fact that we're on a TV show or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like we just like we would have liked each other on the street if we mm -hmm, met. Mm -hmm. And um, so that made it a lot, you know, it made it simple for me right. um, going through it and how to kind of feel vulnerable and feel real because they were real feelings. So it was real. I mean, you yeah. fully. Yeah, so we got that. I mean, yeah. of course, it's an expedited process. Yeah. And, like, it's not like you text each other for a couple of weeks and then mm -hmm. you see each other out in a group and you have the same friends. And then six months later, then you actually start dating. And, you know, it's like a very condensed um, timeline. Right. But um, the feelings were right. real, as real as anybody. So. so was your, were you, so you had a breakup and you were, like, heartbroken? I mean, did you? From the like, show, yeah. Um, you know, it's it's funny how it's so condensed that the feelings you have, like you you do have this emotional roller coaster that is way more volatile than than that same time period would be in real life, mm -hmm, right? Because mm -hmm. the whole show is filmed in eight weeks, right? From, I mean, from right. you know from meeting someone to right. being engaged to them, and so I mean. And, and you're not even seeing them right. for eight weeks straight. Like, there's 25 other people that are involved. You're only seeing them every three or four days, right. maybe every two days at best. And maybe you had a date with them, and you were with them for a couple hours, and then you went to mm -hmm. separate hotel rooms. Right. So, like, it's a very limited time to actually really get to know somebody. Right, exactly. But, um, but yeah, considering that, all things considered, yeah, the feelings were completely real. And you're like, yeah. man, I thought this was going to work out. Especially, I think a lot of people ask me like, oh, is it real? Is it not real? I'm like, well, there's a transition. At the beginning, you're just all on a big like yeah. circus animal and everybody kind of gets that. Right, right. Um, but at the point at which you bring them home and introduce them to your parents, right. you know, then you're like, oh, wow. Okay, this and, is and actually... like a couple of weeks, like one of uh, me and me or three other guys yeah. are going to 
end up with this person. Cameras are going to go away, and we're going to be talking about like who's going to whose parents for Thanksgiving, yeah. or Christmas, or yeah. whatever. So, um, so that's that's where that really. The but I imagine happens. like because breakups in general are never easy. Sure. I mean, we've all been there. So that coupled with being in kind of the limelight right then, and like kind, yeah. I mean, that was it. How did you how did you manage it and get through it? Um, or was you know, it, it was, quick? It was stressful. It's quick. Uh, I think that's probably one of the good things about that show is that the breakups happen and they're pretty mm-hmm, clean. It's mm-hmm. like, hey, thanks. Yeah. I'm just going to walk you out to the limo now. Good. <laughs> and then I'll never see you again. Uh, whereas in real life, you know, it's Until like this, women tell all. It's or this back tell. and forth thing. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, but who gets the dog? Like, can I, you know, like <laughs> all that stuff in real life. Whereas down there, it's like, bye. And bye, you don't and talk to done. them again. Right. Yeah. So, so it wasn't, it wasn't so hard. I mean, it wasn't like your typical breakup, it, obviously. Right. Like it's, a, it's more emotional than you would think in that short of a time but you get over it quicker too right because you never really knew them you don't have their number to just like text them and be like hey are oh, you, you don't even are have you, each other's numbers are you up like um, you don't oh i guess none of you are on your phones during yeah that. you don't have phones you don't right. have internet you don't right. have tv you don't have anything so be honest you have to yeah. be honest because this is no filter yeah, no did filter. you <laughs> did you go on the show as what Chris Harrison would say for the right reasons or were you on there to further your music career because if oh, it was yeah. me I would have fur- gone on to like further my my brand well you know like <laughs> everyone that goes on the show now they realize like and Caitlin Bristow did a TED talk on this like I think I actually I think I saw that you, one they realize look if you go on the show and and you're popular on the show and you do well you go on multiple shows look what if, if, if you sell car insurance from a cubicle or if you're a model or a country music right. singer or whatever you are it's going to elevate what you do and, and the exposure that you have to the rest of the world. Right, right. Okay, and so, I mean, people would be silly not to, you know, realize that they have a platform, accept that, own it, yeah. and do something positive with it. Have You know, start a charity, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, have have some type of positive message, mm-hmm. whatever you're going to do, take it and be frugal or, uh, you know, be smart and take advantage of it. But right. at the same time, you should still be vulnerable as a person and and, and know what you're getting into yes. and say, look, I'm in this for a relationship regardless of what happens after that. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what my career is or isn't coming into it. If you can really find that true, your true self and, and be that person in a relationship, mm-hmm. then that's all you can ask. That's yeah. all the audience yeah. should be able to ask for. For sure. But the funny thing is that I've learned is that the audience and, like, even the creator of the show, like, they're really... Um, on thin ice about that whole right reasons thing. So if you, yeah. if you are say an actor or somebody that's in mm-hmm. the entertainment business where your your clientele or your your audience is your business, mm-hmm. then it then immediately they want to raise a red flag and say, well, logically you must be there because you just want more fans, right. you want more fans or whatever. Well, I'm, like, and- I'm like, is that's like discriminating against somebody like me? Is like, well. Regardless of what fans I do have or don't have, um, because honestly, they're not even that great. They're fans of the show. They're not right, fans of my right, music. Right. You know, so it's a different crowd. Um, but I can still have whatever career I'm having. If I'm an astronaut, a country music singer, mm-hmm. or I sell software, I can go on that show and mm-hmm. just be truly myself. Yeah. You know? And yeah. of course, there are people that come on there and they're not authentic and all that. Right, right, um, right, right. Because that's all they're thinking about. But if you have the right intentions, then you should be able to do whatever your career is and not be discriminated right. for it. So, because well, you were already doing music before. The, I mean, you were doing yeah. music before, but it obviously, I mean, you can't. It it it, it oh, escalated. Right. right. Uh, so then after. Right. 
when people in Sacramento had never heard of me, mm-hmm. I, after the show, I can go to Sacramento, I can go to Charleston, or I can go to New York, and people knew my name. Right, right. And and then you're, you know, obviously that's part of the, the, the residual business effect of it, and that's great and everything, but that's not why you go on the show or right. why you're being honest with yourself about your feelings on the show, right. and it shouldn't be. But, right. Yeah. But I also think, like, a small part, like, if I was going to go on the show, like, a small part of me is like, well, this could further my brand. Like, I, oh, I, absolutely. I would absolutely I think everybody should understand. If you don't understand that, like, yeah. I, w- I would give props to a person who would come on the show and be like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and prove a point, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to ever open my Instagram back up. I'm going to keep it complete. Yeah. I'm going to stay yeah. off of social media. I'm yeah. going to go on the show, and then nobody can ever argue with me about, right. like, why I was on there, if I was on there to be more famous. But I also think, like, it's all TV shows are all about ratings and getting the most viewers, oh, so they're going to make you look like an Not you, but, like, they're going to make someone Somebody. look like they're on the wrong re- for the wrong reasons. Exactly. But anyway. You, you, need the, con- you need the controversy. Right. You need the... So, yeah. okay, so speaking of controversy, actually, we, right. we're, we're, we're in Winter Games, so we yeah. do Winter Games, and uh, you got some bad press about some stuff recently with, yeah. with I can't remember In like 10 name. seconds. Stassi? Yeah, 10 seconds. Yeah, what happened there? So why don't you just set the record straight? Um, yeah, so obviously it's a pilot show for all of us back on there. Mm-hmm. Bring it, we decided to bring in international people, so we're mm-hmm. like, oh, let's see how this goes yeah. in the Bachelor world. So, you know, we go on there and we we only filmed this whole show we're filming for like eight maybe ten days total oh it's that short exactly <laughs> ten days total maybe at the most okay because that there's about three days in a hotel or four days before then there's about three days in a hotel after filming so then we wow. were gone for like two weeks and then filmed for like ten days so um anyway so that's that a lot of people don't understand that one then two um you go through it and uh you know some relationships are going to kind of work in that short period of time like there's gonna be a spark maybe for somebody um at best and other ones won't right and they all have their different timelines of not working out yeah realizing be like okay i was interested in you as a person but like we're not gonna end up together right you know so it's all different when does that happen (laughs) so right um so for some people it was like oh i'm gonna get engaged on bachelor winter games tell all or whatever Right, you know, to this, a guy from oh, a guy from Montreal gets yeah. engaged to a girl from Sacramento. Yeah, what was, I mean, you know, and they days. were both off the show in like two days or whatever. Right, but then right. That, and then they have their chance to have a Neil Lane, you know, eighty thousand dollar ring and get engaged on TV, and right. then and then want to call people out for the right reasons and project that back on other people like on Precisely. the show, and that's yeah. cool, whatever. Claire. If that's your thing, but if that's your thing, um. But anyway, so that's one way to do it. You can yeah. just tell the whole world that I'm actually going to get engaged to this person, and and then, are they still together? No, they were they were maybe five weeks after the show. Oh, I don't, I didn't filming. keep up with them. But they oh, then they called the... off their engagement. Okay. Not even six weeks after <laughs> they called off their engagement, and then so did the people that were the gold medal winners of it. Oh, um, Ashley and uh, Ashley, well, she's Ke- Ashley and Kevin. Are you still happy I lo- for her? I love, I love Ashley and Kevin as people. They did the show too. They were together at the end of the show. They ran sweet. with yeah. it, and that's great. And they had some interest in each other, and all. And I'm, and I was cool with that. Um, but now Ashley's engaged back I'm to Jerry. So, that's which so is, exciting. That's great. I love that. Yeah. They've been, this has been going for like three years, back and forth. Are we going to be together? Not be together? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. So like that's a full circle moment for them. The rest of the Bachelor Nation, honestly, everybody's like happy to see that. that. Right. They're like real and they figured that out yeah. between all the shows and distractions so that's great um but you know i think kevin is he's probably gonna be back on another spinoff yeah, show yeah probably yeah and but i love kevin he's like one of my good friends now and uh firefighter in toronto and he's is on the anyone 
Canadian Bachelorette and all that stuff. Oh, but, oh, oh, okay. Is that he won still Canadian together? Bachelorette? Oh, he did. And then they broke up. So he was engaged to the Canadian Bachelorette. Got it. They broke okay. up. Then they casted him for Bachelor Winter Games. Then he ended up with Ashley at the end of that. And then now I believe, you know, if I'm guessing, uh, he'll probably end up with somebody at the end of Bachelor in Paradise. Right. That, oh yeah. Oh, I guess you're not. That thing's like that's, you're not on that, that right no, now. No, that's, that's like definitely right, not there that's right like now. That's like about to come out this summer. Right. That's what so I that's thought. That's kind of what I'm feeling like. I don't know. So are like, that's, my, that's what you're feeling. You don't know anything though. I just but, like Kevin. Yeah. But so is anyone from Bachelor Winter Games still together? Uh. The Australian and the New Zealander. Okay, I don't remember them That's exactly. It. But Lily, her name is Lily. Oh, I do remember them. And she was from New Zealand. And they were traveling in like an RV or something yeah. for a while. And they were yeah. great. Cute couple. They're still together. Right. Spending, I think they're mostly in LA now. Um, he's also like TV, film producer himself. Okay, cool. And some stuff. So anyway, that, that are the only ones only out ones. of like four couples that ended right. together, or five. They're the only ones that are still together. So, so your situation, was it simply like the feelings weren't really there and you ended it? Like, why was there yeah, such no, a thing about you? My situation was, and it got elevated because it's a TV show, right? Mm-hmm. And you're like riding in a horse carriage through the snow. And people <laughs> How are can like, you not fall in love? They're like, oh my gosh, it's so it's <laughs> no, it's Cinderella and a snow globe of a thing. And like I said, it's 10 days. We have two dinners together. I did you know, have a genuine, put myself out there. We had this yeah. genuine connection about some, you know, just some backstory of our life and stuff. Right, and, right. Uh, it was that. there. You know, but then it's like two dinners in and you're kind of like, okay, well, how about the third or fourth dinner? Am I going to fly to Stockholm, Sweden to have that third dinner? That's true. Or are you going to fly back to Nashville halfway around the world and then like, let's hash it out and keep going to the fourth and fifth date? Right. You know, right. or are you like, hey, you know, this was great. I hope that I gave you this this great experience of your first time in the United States. You came in, in a weird way to be on a TV show. You introduced to me some random American guy that you've never met in right. your life. Yeah. I hope that I was able to treat you like a gentleman. And, you know, the fact that our lives are very different. We did have a connection, but not enough to, like, pursue this in the right. outside world. So, like, let's And, like, go, mutually. Yeah, understand. let's just go our separate ways. And right. we had that talk, but it wasn't on camera. Ah. So then once it's not on camera, then that's free game to do whatever you So they just wanted to, like. Produce that however you want like, to produce that. Just, like, do all, all the press was negative about you. They just want to, like, rip you up. Like, yeah, and I didn't know why. Or I didn't know that that was even coming. Didn't expect that. Um, but that's, that's, you know, because this quote-unquote term ghosting is like a, oh, yeah they did a, say you it's like a her. it's a big like pop culture term yeah. these days like yeah. oh ghosting ghosting so they just like they found an opportunity that yeah, that could be pulled yeah. on me and the fact that it's more boring for me to just have like a mutual agreement with her at the end of filming and be like hey yeah so things aren't working out yeah. and I'm not gonna fly to Stockholm you're not no, gonna come to Nashville not it's, just, it's okay <laughs> So, but that's be way more boring than be like, uh, oh, course. well, he, the the guy that everybody thought was this awesome yeah, guy, he yeah. just ghosted this girl from Sweden, and she's such a sweetheart. Did he really not take her number though? You should have like asked for her number. No, I there was a group text for the whole cast, and I oh, so for the whole number. cast member after, and I put her number into the rest of the group text for her because she wasn't even in the group text. Yeah. And I said, I said, I'll add you into the group text so everybody can like chat with you, right? Or whatever. And they and we were like, of course, you're like a DM and a number is basically the same difference. When Right. You're, when you're international, it doesn't really matter. You're on WhatsApp. You're not like, you're not like calling them and being like, "Hey, let me 
you know, let's I'll, I'll meet you down at the <laughs> Starbucks tomorrow morning. It's like you're in another country. Right, like this is So it's right. like a little bit awkward. But yeah, I checked on her when she got home, make sure she made yeah. it all right. We were like texting each other like happy new year, like hope you hope things are doing great for you, right, like that so. kind of stuff. And then because they took advantage of her language barrier and whatever and being like, oh, oh I didn't see him again, you know, and yeah. her, not be, her being maybe a little bit limited in, in her way of expressing herself. And then they were like, oh, well, okay, well, like, it sounds like, like maybe that guy ghosted her. I was like, yeah. wow. And so then this guy ran with so, Even though it's funny it's because you were going to be The Bachelor. I thought you were going to be The Bachelor. <laughs> uh, did you too? Yeah. Every, did you want to be? Everybody thought I was going to be. Were you like excited about that? The producers thought I was going to be. I swear, I even feel like there was like some poll and it was like 98% yeah. Luke and like 2% Nick. Was Nick, yeah. Nick was the one with yeah. you, right? Yeah. So are you, were you, I guess you're not bummed anymore. Were you bummed about it at the time? Like, or? I was just bummed because... I was led to believe something in the real world that wasn't on TV. So I was like, well, right. okay, on TV, you get the rug pulled out from underneath you at any time. That's just the way TV is. It's, right. it's supposed to be that way. Right. I was like, in the real world, like, let's have some like gentleman agreements, like come to terms saying, let me right. plan, plan my life for a little bit. Oh, like, you really thought you were going to be it. I had a, yeah, they purchased a plane ticket for me to fly out, sent me the confirmation. I was checked in to the flight to go out and film the live show. Then on a Monday evening in LA, we had meetings the next morning. It was Sunday night at like 11 p.m. when I got a phone call. And I already really? had like, my, literally, like my bags were in my car. I was like going to the airport at 9 a.m. the next morning oh to God. go to LA. And they were like, uh, anyway, we had some changes over the weekend. ABC called and you're not going to be it. Damn. So we and look at Nick. He's not even So I was just like, right wow, glad that. <laughs> Thanks for like just like the next three months of my life were just um, on hold. Oh, so because you were of probably this. like, yeah, I cleared my yeah, calendar, yeah. like sold like my family, got everything, all my business, like work stuff arranged, that somebody was taking care of it, did all. This oh stuff. my gosh! So I was just annoyed from that standpoint, not the fact that right, oh, more annoying. I wasn't the right that. guy. Maybe they had a better TV show or better ratings that they thought was somebody else. Whatever, I can understand that, but just tell me that, like, don't like. Shit! Drag yeah, me I out. didn't realize I like, that. I was like, that was the rough part for me. But they but, probably wanted anyway. Nick. He's like the villain or whatever. Yeah, like, I guess so. And it right, you know, it, whatever. That's, work out for that's their yet, choice, but. and they have to create great TV. And yes. however they do that is their prerogative. I don't know that world, but um, anyway, it was just kind of like rough on me personally. Oh, but anyway. But then you, you got through it, obviously. Yeah, we bounced it, back, and you just figured. So are you going to be on another Bachelor show? Tell us. I, you know, it's one of those things. You can't say yes or no. We continue to talk. You know, every season there's mm -hmm. another show that comes yeah. up. Now they just <laughs> – I just saw the premiere of this show that um, – where Jesse Palmer is the host. This is also a Bachelor spinoff. I don't know if you saw it. The Proposal? It. It, yeah, the It is proposal. the worst show I've ever so seen. So now you're like in a pageant phase. Yeah, not, pageant don't, format. Don't do it, Luke, don't. No, I'm not saying that I would do that, but I'm just saying like <laughs> they keep adding more and more like oh. different, different types of spinoffs. The Proposal is one of them. Winter Games is one of them. Oh, oh, oh I see. Okay, them. yeah. And so you're always in that loop of saying, oh, so you'll, you'll, well, are you single now? Right. Like, are you available? Oh, like, would good you like to segue. Come? Like, are you single? Uh, yes, right now I'm single. But are you actually, or are you just saying it? No, I would <laughs> If I wasn't actually and I said I was, yeah, I, I would be by the end of the day. Wait, so probably. you are single, so, because a lot of people want to know that. So what, um, what are you looking for? What's your, like, what's your type? I just, I, you know, I, I'm really turned on by somebody who's, like, independent and very goal-oriented and, like, very... Um, self-motivated with their mm -hmm. own life and their own goals right and like if I can if I can come alongside you and 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 do life with you and like cheer you on and like that and be inspired also by you and like right. be like oh my god like 
you're like killing it at yeah. life, you know? Yeah. And I'm inspired by that every day. I want to like, I want that to rub off on me a little bit. Like, that's the kind of thing that I really, I really love. And then, you know, I mean, obviously I've learned also that there's like the not, you know, the intangibles of like, physical chemistry and those things. Sometimes somebody can be beautiful, you can be attracted to, to each other, but there's like, physical chemistry is just not exactly right or something. Right, like, right. And those things you don't expect, you don't know, and but you're like, well, it, it's either right or it's not, you know? Yeah. You just have to kind of feel it. So I'm, I'm, uh, I'm finding my way through it. Um, you don't have like a set type really then. It's like not like you're like uh, blonde no. hair, blue eyes. Like you're not, I don't know. My mom, my mom would probably tell, <laughs> say otherwise. You I'll know, say hi like, to your mom. Whatever. Maybe she's listening. Maybe hey mom. Listen. Hey Suze. Hey Suze. This is called a podcast. <laughs> it doesn't have to do with anything with like green beans or peas or anything like that. Like <laughs> it's just where people talk online. Oh, she's not super log, tech savvy. And you log in. Suze will get no, you there. No, we'll she's, get you. She's learned, but I will tell you though what Suze is learning. She's learning how to stalk on Instagram. Oh, does she? So she if I mention somebody's name, then I'm like, I'm like, oh, you know, I was talking to her. I'm kind of interested. In oh, she's like, all over that. We had, we had dinner with whoever. She'll hit him up on Instagram and just stalk back. I'm like, mom. I love her. Yeah, Wait, yeah. so how has dating been since the show? I imagine it was very different pre-Bachelorette. Oh, yeah. I mean, our girl just like, like, like just waiting. Yeah, because like, you're kind of like a cartoon character after yeah. the show, you know, like <laughs> you could, you can, you can be, you know, a douchebag in actual real life, but people will still want to give you attention and still I mean, like you yeah. because you're on TV or whatever. So you have to, you know, honestly, I'm glad that I did this like when I was 30 because I was more mature and able to have like a little bit more kind of self-centered, like not self-centered, but I was more grounded, I guess. Yeah, yeah, say. yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Centered, and mature. Yeah about it yeah and if I had done this when I was like 25 or something I think that it would have it would have been a lot worse for like my ego and just trying yeah. to yeah oh so you did it at th- how old are you you're, I'm 33 now you're 33 yeah. so oh, I did oh, it when I was 31 yeah I'm old now I'm old I mean no I'm 32 I'm, I just I didn't I didn't realize <laughs> I'm okay. getting, I mean I'm not I'm not Ari I'm not Ari old but you know <laughs> Like I'm, I'm he's a lot of grays. He's a lot of gray hair. I mean, like, I, I, I get my like colors. He's, but he's, he's like, like Richard like, Gere of Bachelor World. <laughs> like that. Ari is, but love him. We love like him. He's like full right? gray fox. No, he's great. Uh, so, great so okay. So dating now, like when you meet someone, are you? Because I imagine when you, yeah. you have a lot of, you're on tour right now, right? You're yeah. doing like a tour. Yeah. Okay. So tonight, like, are you gonna have girls like that? Like at where are we? Irish cowboy. Um, are you gonna have girls like up no. in your face? I'm and like, then, I'm like old news. Like the. Oh, part, they don't I mean, even care. No, they'll probably be like somebody's somebody's mom will be there you know whatever like, I watch on the show like somebody's grandma you know so whatever um no it's i think that i did go through a learning curve after the show being like okay look be very deliberate about who you date because now you're this tv cartoon character also and who you were before is still there so right find that and find somebody who just believes in who you really are and not just this TV character. Right. So that, okay. that was a little bit difficult for me at first. I was, I would imagine. you know, I, you know, at first, actually the first girl I actually dated after the show was a girl who was supposed to be on my season or whatever. Ah. Then it got switched out. She'd already like got the whole introduction thing. Like got me a gift for the first night, Aww. like whatever. And she was, was like- Was it cheesy or was it a cute gift? Like, I mean, it like- <laughs> Like was, pretty, it like was it like a fucking chicken costume or like? Well, it was no, it was better than chicken costume. It was actually <laughs> it was actually a jackalope, like no, what? a jackalope. You know what those are? Like the, the the rabbit that has the deer horns. I don't know what that is, but I'm I'm yeah, I'm excited. Knew, of, do you guys know? <laughs> 
it's a rat. So it's a it's like this mythical creature that's okay, like very okay. like country redneck kind of thing. Okay, it's, okay. It's like a jackrabbit that has deer horns. Okay, and like it's Aww. a mythical creature. So I forget the story or whatever about it, but she like engraved my name on it and all that stuff. Mm. <laughs> I was like, whatever. So did you end up taking it? But anyway, her out? she was like, hey, so like, me and my mom are driving through Nashville. I was supposed to be on the show and meet you, and it's like. So could we just come meet you anyway? I was like, yeah, sure, I'm down. So like, I'm, we met, and like she was, she was a cute girl, and her mom's sweet, and like, you know, I was like, oh, this is interesting. Maybe this is supposed to happen this way. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Then a couple months later, we see each other in Florida for like a charity event. Yada yada yada. So then anyway, we started dating. We dated right. for about three months through the oh. winter. But it turned out like I didn't go through the process of trying to figure out like what kind of person she was before okay. we started dating. And she was like very vindictive type of person. So like when we broke up, she ended up like doing this like YouTube like video. Oh, and, like, okay. You know, had emojis on popsicle sticks and stuff and was like, I'm just gonna give advice column for all those girls out there. I'm not gonna name any names, but like if you, I want to protect you from like bad guys like Luke Pell. <laughs> <but, laughs> you know, she or whatever. Crazy, I was like, damn, okay. like, okay, let's just, no, you know, so no is that, reservations. Is that yet. all, that's the only person you've dated? Like, uh, no, that was like the first person oh, I dated. Oh, that was the first person Yeah, that was 2016. Okay. Oh, Oh, like okay, the winter okay. of 2016, got it, got um, it, into like January of 2017, and that was that. And then, um, have you dated anyone since? I did, and so then I, I learned from that lesson. Um, was going to go on Bachelor in Paradise uh, last year, last uh-huh. season. Um, was set to do that, and I met somebody um, out in LA. Right. And uh, she was completely different than that. She was like way more uh, just very collected mm-hmm. and not overly dramatic and kind of knew what she wanted in life and all these things and I was like oh my god like I'm super attracted we had a, uh, a background that was very similar oh, okay and we were like on the same wavelength and right. so we started dating I turned down I, I, I bailed out of the show I didn't take the show because of her but yeah because of her oh. like I mean it was like a month after we had met and I was like I'm not doing the show we started we dated um, for like six months of 2017 through okay. the summer and everything it was like long distance and stuff so it was back and forth but um, anyway, we did break up in the fall of last year. Um, a couple months after we broke up, they called about Winter Games. Ah, I then see. I went on Winter Games. Then I was like in this like this this just spiral of like, okay, what am I doing in my life? I can't. I'm not. I, I can't like have anything with this girl from Stockholm Suite right. and like this is right. ridiculous right. so like let me and then I called my ex and then like we're oh. then we were back together for, like, oh. we tried to go to round two for like four or five months how did round two work it was you know like a lot of round twos work right like, four or five months work. and then they're like well yeah I guess <laughs> we're back to where we were square one but was, was, right, was this ex the one that you were with the one that you just spoke about? After? No, the one oh, after another, the show, another. that was just a that was a three month thing got way it, got back, it, got it. Okay. 20, like 2016, and this was like six months. So when after did you that. guys break up? Uh, officially, like uh, let's see, like May, like six eight weeks. Ago. Oh, so you're like very new on the market. Like, yeah. So yeah. you're so are you on yeah. like Tinder and Bumble and all that shit or like uh, what I'm is on, your? I'm on Bumble BFF, you know. <laughs> Bumble BFF. <laughs> Bumble BF. Okay, okay. So, yeah. are you like on Bumble right now, like in Houston? I mean, not right now, but yeah, like in was, Houston. Like, are you trying to like? Yeah. Like, I was swiping ahead of. T- I always swipe ahead of time before <laughs> I get to the city. You know, it's like right. preemptively, like, hey, I'm coming into Houston seven one three. I'm gonna swipe some people. I don't <laughs> really do that. I don't really do that. I'm not on Bumble. I'm not on Raya. Oh, I'm you're not, actually not on I'm any. I'm not of on it. Tinder. No, I'm not. On oh, oh. So how do you meet girls? 
Starbucks. I mean, how do you Well, there's a Starbucks right here. Yeah, I'm going to go next door and meet some people here after this. <laughs> See how it goes. Is that really how, though? Like, just randomly, like, you're not, like, you're not on the prowl. You're just, like, if yeah, it No, I, the, I hate the prowl. I, I like to just live my life. And right, right. if somebody keeps popping up in your life and, you know, it seems like... It's there that you can't then, deny it. Then you're right. like, wow, I think there's something there, you know? Got it. Kind of take it from there. So, like, have any of your fan, your fans or whatever at, I don't, I don't know why I put quotes around that. Yeah, Is that great. offensive? Yeah, quote unquote, fans. <laughs> Did that offend you or are you nah, never going to come back to Abstract No Filter? I'm hard, I'm hard to offend. <laughs> so, are any of your, 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 uh, yeah, your fans at, like, mm-hmm. Irish Cowboy Night, do you typically have girls that are like, Luke, Luke, like, take me home? <laughs> take me home. <laughs> Yeah, there's always people that want to go home with anybody, you know. Um, and yeah. and in my depending on the the vibe, you might do no, that. No, I, I no, I hate that honestly. <laughs> I don't like that at all. I do not like that. Um, yeah, but you know, leave that to like a, if one of my guitar players is single or something. You know, they can party. They party after the show. Yeah, yeah. I just like this is that's work for me though. Honestly, like I don't. I try. Not, I don't like to mix like work and right, 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 right. social. Really, I mean, some people maybe like the Rolling Stones did in the '70s. You know, like they're like, oh, let's let's like black out and like just party. And, right, like, but if you're shows. performing and you're doing your but, thing, like, yeah, I'm not Keith Richards. Like, I'm just I'm just a guy. Like, I come in, play my shows. Like, I'm trying to you know, you know, do something that I love and and have. Uh, you know, good reputation, be a great guy, play, right. play country music, and and go home. You know, and yeah. Right. So speaking of you, so you remind me of, and I know I read this in your thing, something like you're. Are you, are, are you like a country rock artist? Like, huh. would you say? Because you're not. Are you just? Because I listened a couple of your songs. Yeah. I did my research, <laughs> but are you, no, I had listened to them before. I yeah, swear, I swear. But I swear. <laughs> yeah. But are you're kind of like a like a um, like a Garth Brooks meets Luke Bryan. Yeah, I think, I mean, we, um, we have a high energy show, like, yeah. you know, because we play a like, lot. Like, should we come tonight to the show? I mean, if you'd like to have fun. I, I mean, I, I like fun. I would I probably like want to, yeah, I'd probably come down there. <laughs> uh, no, we, yeah, we have a high energy show. Um, and like, you know, Garth Brooks is one of my guys that like, from the time I was a little kid, he was very inspirational to me. Yeah. He was a country well, artist. The, I mean, he's, he was like flying on cables and like, you know, he that? was like doing this rock star thing as a country artist. And I thought that was cool, you know, um, and so did a lot of millions of his fans. Uh, really, yeah, really yeah. connected with it. It was something different, but. Um, no, I don't. I don't have a, a dedicated cable part of my show or That's anything too bad. where I like float around. That's too bad. Yeah, I think Pink is the only one doing that right now. <laughs> Pink's out there flipping around. Irish cables. Cowboy doesn't have those. Yeah, the Irish Cowboy. We weren't able to get a cable rig together for that. But uh, no, I think that uh, yeah, it's. It's it's funny. That's why I love this the music thing for me is it's like it's a vulnerable place to be because it's an evolution of who you are. Like you really like put yourself into your music, into your yeah. show. You find the most authentic piece of you, mm-hmm. and that's what fans end up relating to, 100%. and that's what they like. Is like, what are you authentic about? Like, what what are you real and raw about in your yeah. life? And that yeah. and I think that's just you kind of ride that out and see what you will become because you don't even really know. There's like some mystery in it for you. Like, mm-hmm, yeah. I don't know what I'm going to be next year, what song I'm going to write, 
you know, next week or how things are going to pan out. You know, you right. just kind of keep working in this progression toward whatever that is, whatever your goal is of just finding yourself and being true to yourself and connecting with your fans and, and uh, yeah, see where that goes. And I feel like you've been, you've like tried, you've been authentic since like, since the, the show, like since yeah. you were on TV, like, and as you mentioned it earlier, but Caitlin Bristow, like when I see her stuff, like she is so authentic. Like she Absolutely. is, so, she's had those TED talks and she's yeah, huge like, respect for them. Yeah, yeah. I just like, I, that's because a lot of people aren't. So it's mm-hmm. like, it's, it's rare when you find that, but yeah. okay. So now before we wrap up, even though I, I just want you to be here, you know, just like yeah, talk to the microphone forever, yeah. but I have some, so I don't know if it's like rapid fire or quick fire or what the hell it's called, but it's like whatever comes to your mind yeah. first, you got to answer like I gut love, instinct. Those like, are like my favorite. I love this. Oh, good. Well, you have a lot coming your way. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're going to start easy and then we'll, we'll get right. into the hard stuff. Okay. Ocean or mountains? Mountains. No. Ocean, oh. sorry. Well, that wasn't a gut instinct. I mean, you just... No, it really was. No, like, I, well, I, I had two different inspirations for that. Mountains are prettier than the ocean is, but I feel more at home okay. on a beach. Okay, so I was going to ask you next, lake or ocean, I guess. Ocean? Yeah, ocean. I love a beach. Like, yeah. it's funny. Like the, I've gotten very, like, sensory motivated in the last several years where, like, I just, I want to feel and be in a, my, this happy place. I'm always mm-hmm. wanting to be there. Mm-hmm. I've, like, I've dealt with anxiety and stuff like that. Wait, can we talk like, about that for a second? Sure. Have you? Are you, are, I'm, I'm like, I, I'm very open about my anxiety on my yeah. Instagram and my, so are you, do you, do you have oh, anxiety absolutely. still? Yeah. Are you on medicine? No, I'm not. Oh, I is, am, but I recommend well, it. Well, I mean, I've been on, you know, I've done the Xanax <laughs> thing and stuff. I'm and on Zoloft. Is that similar? I've never no, been on Zoloft. No, Xanax you take, like, in the moment, like, when you're, like, mm-hmm. anxious, like, if you're anxious. Like or, more Zoloft, Zoloft I take every day, but I, I yeah, I mean, periodic. I suffer from anxiety, and I, yeah. I was resistant to it. So you, you've dealt with, like, anxiety, like, yeah, heart palpitations, sure. like. Yeah, well, because, um, for me, it was funny, it was ironic, but, um. So I was in the military all those years, went to Afghanistan, yada, 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 through all these things. Right. And it didn't really shake me. I was fine emotionally and all, all these things. And then um, after I was done, I had almost six months left in my uh, military commitment. Mm-hmm. Just very standard job back training back in El Paso, Texas. And I had my wisdom teeth out, went to my buddy's wedding in Florida, came home. And like a week later, um, I like passed out. And out of, I'm like 26 years old, best shape of my From life. From the wisdom teeth? I didn't know. I just passed out. So I went to the ER and they like rushed me into like the cardiologist and like, they're like, yeah, you're heart, you're in heart failure right now. And uh, so- How like, old were you? I was 26. And, and so like they sent a scope up through my groin and in my heart. They're like, oh, there's no blockage, but it looks like you've had like a, like caught a rare viral infection or whatever. Oh your heart's gosh. like swollen, your lungs are like filling up, you're suffocating on your own fluid and your lungs and all that stuff. And so they're like, I don't know if you're gonna make it through the night and uh, call your parents, call your family, who are you? Wait, wait, you thought like you were you could have died? Yeah, I was in ICU. I was like 26 years old in a VA hospital in El Paso, Texas. And uh, oh my god! And so they're like, yeah, I don't think you're you're probably not gonna make it. We'll flip a coin. Like that's like the the, we don't know. It's 50 50 if you'll make it or not. Um, Because there's nothing we can, no surgery we can do. No. Oh my gosh! It's just like we have to wait this out, see if your body will fight it off. So anyway, so uh, I made it through the night um, and then what? but then I had this like this long year long process of actual um, physical therapy for that and then your heart mm-hmm. has like three different factors of like electrical timing um, oh and like gosh. all those different 
you know, the pipeline or whatever, the different Wait, did you end up having a surgery or what happened? No, there was no surgery because it was just like a virus and like my heart was just swollen and then the virus passed, my body fought it off and it goes back to normal but slowly because it's such an intricate organ, you know? Oh my gosh. Um, so anyway, so I could spend like a year just of actual physical rehab for that um, and then started, you know, got off the medication mm -hmm. and stuff from that point forward and they were like, hey, you know, everything, the, the function is back to 100%. You might have like a little tick in your EKG that's not exactly what right. we consider standard, but everything for the most part looks fine. Go on with your life, whatever. Oh my God. So then I start going forward, but now I've got this PTSD from that experience because yeah. because it's like this uh, a dog chasing its tail mm -hmm. of like this heart palpitation thing. You're like, oh, am I having a reoccurring issue or what's right. happening? And it's just like anxiety or stress, but now you're like very sensitive to it, and you go into these panic attacks because mm -hmm. you're like, oh, maybe this is coming back and getting me again, even but though it you know it's like one in a million chance that you had it in the first place, and right. it's really anxiety, but your mind just can't. Oh my god! Can't battle it. Oh, so you so like that, that became my anxiety thing that would periodically happen over like it's been seven years now since that happened. So, so like, you haven't had you haven't or you haven't I have had, anxiety. I still have anxiety. But you haven't had that. But you I haven't, haven't like been in ICU in seven years since that episode. Oh my god! So, yeah. So. Anyway, Anyway, so that was, that's been like the biggest like challenge over the last seven years is like being very, it's trying to like continue with a normal life, but not let anxiety like change my life or like lessen. So when you say anxiety, cause I, I understand this so much. Yeah. When you say anxiety, are you like heart racing, um, yeah. sweaty palms, like, like shaking yeah, like a little bit? Yeah, like feeling like, hey, do I need to call like 911? Yeah. Call my like parents? A pan a panic like, attack. A, like, but, yeah, like who, who do I need to call because I'm not going to make it tonight? Like that kind of. Even though it's, oh my, and that's still, like, you get that sometimes? Oh, yeah, it comes up every few months or something, like, you know? Um, but you start, but your logic, which is so slow, I'm like, how dumb am I, like, to not be able to control my mind? But, but you can, you can't can. control that. It's really you can't weird. Control it. So, because you're like, it, over it, the it, years, I'm like, well, it's been seven years since Right, it right. So, every year I, that goes by, I'm like, well, okay, it's been this long, so I must be fine. And so, you like, go back to this it, very it, basic but it, logic, but then comes. you still feel yeah. it. Yeah, it's really weird. There, When I was in, uh, in college in Boston, and I had two times panic attacks that yeah. were so debilitating that I went to the ER sure. and I'm like something's wrong with me and then every time like, I was in the ER so anytime yeah. a trauma came in like someone's yeah. bleeding I'm like it's my heart it's, yeah. so they wouldn't let me yeah. go like they yeah. wouldn't let me leave and I, I don't have panic attacks anymore hopefully knock on wood but I have I'm on yeah. Zola but I, I get anxiety like yesterday I yeah. hadn't had it in so long and like your heart's racing and you mm -hmm. feel like you're dying yeah basically. exactly but people that don't Freaking have out. it don't get it yeah like, no I like no I, one gets it I would it. be it, very before it happened to me I've been very insensitive oh, to me. Like, yeah. I'd be like, you know, I'm like a tough military guy. Like, I'd yeah. be like, suck it up. Like, why are you so like weak? Like, just get your mind. It's a mind thing. Just get over it, you know. But now, after it became a reality for me, I'm like, wow, well, I understand when people with depression and anxiety are yeah. going through it's it firsthand. A, it's, it's not. You and can't control it. It's all in your head. You can't just switch no. off the subconscious brain. Like, you can't mm -hmm. have 100% control of it at all mm -hmm. times. You can't. So No. Really oh, my weird. God. You're, you're, wow. Have you, like, you say so you're open about that, obviously. Yeah. Like, yeah, absolutely. People probably appreciate that because whenever I even say the smallest thing on Instagram or whatever about anxiety people are right away like responding oh my god like yeah, yeah. like people have more people than we 
that we know sure. suffer from. Well, I think it's a growing number too because of our culture and our, you know, everybody's getting a leash uh, attached with their yeah, phones yeah. and with other people and right. with relationships and everything's at your thumbs and completely it becomes like this internal connection to you and yeah. you cannot break away from it. No, and it's, finds it's, it's a peaceful spot. So I think that's I think it's important for people to keep you know for their own health to keep um some meditation some type yeah. of you know yeah. faith to keep something where they can find a peaceful spot and be able to get there quick because yeah the world that we're in is just like this storm of well it's everything's right at your fingertips it's stimulation negative or positive or whatever i've been but. reading recently i know we're supposed to be doing rapid fire but this is more yeah. exciting to me um more important but i've been reading recently or watching videos of like former ceos of facebook sure. that are saying when they built facebook and all these social media channels they were doing it to program us like the the dopamine hit you get from yeah. getting a notification right. is the same at, or slightly lower than like being on cocaine right like, exactly and it's and i'm totally addicted to my phone 100 sure. admit sure. it and it's it's but it's the cause i think of so much anxiety and so much of it what you're saying it it's, definitely fuels up fire 100%. it's yeah and you're you're in it yeah. like you're in it more than any of us okay so now we're gonna go back to rapid fire we're gonna get back <laughs> to the fun stuff okay so oh um this is silly because yeah. it sounds so silly but, okay salty or sweet <laughs> <laughs> I got a sweet tooth. Oh, do you? Yeah, What's your really favorite do. candy? Mm, favorite candy? Swedish God. fish? Do you get it? No, no. Do you get it? Swedish do you get it though? Fish. But do you get the joke? Well, it would be if I was on Winter Games still. But I'm just <laughs> let that go. My friend actually was let like, you should have Swedish fish. Oh him. my like, God. Oh, no. Wow, your friend, but, your friend is savage. Wow, listen to that. I know, right? That's I know. awesome. Um, yeah. Wait. Um, okay, so you're, you're, wait, so what's your favorite, your sweet Man, candy? I, I love, uh, watermelon, Sour Patch Kids. Oh, okay, Those so you like, really kind great. of like a salty sweet. Yeah, or like a, like a, a sour. Yes, not sour salty, sweet. not salty. Okay, But I also um, like dark chocolate. I get that all the time, because I feel like it's healthy for you, kind of. It is, they it is, dark chocolate it is, healthy, so yes. Then I feel like emotionally, like... <laughs> a clean conscience about it but I'm yeah. like oh, it's also sweet and I love it right okay. So, okay cool so now if you could have drinks or dinner or lunch whatever yeah. your thing is tequila I guess with anyone living or dead who would it be a living or dead anyone uh, if I could have drinks with anybody man there's so many people that I would uh, oh my god I don't even know what the first one would oh, be oh wow living or dead what's more important living or dead people and this is where I overanalyze that <laughs> Um, what a drink! What a drinks lead to, you know. <laughs> if I'm, if I'm in, if they're living now, it can, I've asked it can this question like so a, many times, and it's never been this response. And I love that you're like really yeah, analyzing you know, it. I like the really, I was a sociology major in college. Okay, okay, so it makes sense. And then the consulting sense. firm I worked for, we were even. It was all psychology based stuff. Okay. So, like, so how about we do? If you could have drinks with I mean, living, who would it be? With living, yeah. Let, let's, let's do, do living. Let's okay. do living. Yeah, if it was living. Uh, you know, I think I would start with uh, Cuban, Mark Cuban. Ah, okay. I love his like tenacity. And yeah. He's like, oh, yeah. Chip on my shoulder. I don't care. Yeah. But at the same time, he just kills it at life and in business, and yeah. he's just very straightforward. And like, he's kind of like my spirit, is, spirit animal. Is he like yeah. your 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 not your like your? Not your I don't. Mentor, but, but like, I just love like, how he takes, look up to how him. he takes on life, and it right. doesn't matter. It translates across whatever industry you're in. Like his just tenacity for life is just okay. amazing. Okay, love so, that. Yeah. And what about if someone who is deceased who would you uh have 
Yeah. Drinks are um, You know, for me, uh, like, uh, maybe have a beer with Jesus, you know? Uh, <laughs> I, you know, I don't know who else. <laughs> no, I like it. I like your answer. Tell me more you know about I mean? not that. Every, not, not everyone would feel that way, but that's fine. No, uh, you, you would want to have, I don't know if you would drink, though. I would drink some wine. Okay, but not, not tequila. I don't know if Jesus would drink tequila. That's interesting. We'll have to ask him. I wonder if he would drink tequila. <laughs> I bet he wouldn't be opposed to no, it. No, I feel like he definitely wouldn't be opposed to I it. I mean, like, tequila is all natural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, okay, good. that's a good answer. I've never gotten that answer. I've yeah. never... That's good. Okay. Yeah. So now, if someone was... If there was a Luke Pell movie, like the Luke Pell movie, who would play you? Yeah. Or who would you want to play you? Chris Pratt. Ah, I love Chris Pratt. Coming back with a snack. What's my snack? <laughs> Chris Pratt has the best Instagram. He's, <laughs> He's great. He, I love him. That's a great answer. Okay. Yeah. Now, okay, if tomorrow, well, not tomorrow, today, if today there was a plane, a jet, right outside of where we are in Rice Village. Yes. To, and you were going to get on it, where would you go? If your bags were packed, money was no issue, like where would you go in the world? Bora Bora. Have you been? Peace. No, I'm in there. But you want you're just. I want to go. They have those little houses with the glass doors on top of the water. You see the fish underneath there, and there's, yeah. Would you go alone or with a? Oh no! No, no, definitely not go alone. (laughs) That would be weird, I guess, if you went alone. (laughs) I mean, it wouldn't be weird for like the Dalai Lama or whatever. He would go alone, you know. But you're kind of like the Dalai Lama. No, I'm not like the Dalai Lama at all. No, I would go with I would go with somebody. You, you would want to go with somebody. Oh, absolutely. But right now you don't have a somebody. So who? Where would you go on that plane right now? Well, that means because board war, I can only go with somebody. Well, you just said that, so I. I would take somebody with me though. Oh, oh, not a somebody, not like a love, just like a friend. Yeah, like somebody who might be a love. I mean, maybe maybe after Bora Bora, they would be. They would be definitely a love. They would be loving everything. I mean, everything. you put somebody on a plane to Bora Bora, I mean, <laughs> there's things that are going to be going well after that. Probably. Okay, so Bora Bora, I like it, I like it. Yeah. Okay, now, what are your um, three, well, I mean, we've kind of talked about it, but your three most important qualities with, like, one word each um, in, a, in a girl, in a girl. Oh, and, and, a, and, a, and a spouse or and a, a spouse, significant yeah. other. The three most important. Um, I think the the first is uh, perspective. Per- Ooh, like if she has perspective and a worldview that that is big and large and, yeah. and, and understands the world, understands the people around her and why she's yeah living her life every day. That is the biggest one for me. Second beyond that, I think is probably uh, common sense. I love common mm, sense. Mm-hmm, like if you have street mm-hmm. smarts, if you're like you know, if you can figure figure out the, the Rubik's Cube of just day-to-day life, yeah, I love yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And uh, third, I think I just somebody that's very, um, Transparent, honest, yeah. vulnerable. You know, it's just like this is who I am, mm-hmm. and I will tell the whole world about it and be honest with you and the rest of the world. I love that. Wow, you're such a good guy. You didn't once say like, oh, like big boobs or like. <laughs> you can buy those on the weekend. It's not a big deal. Buy them on Friday and get them on Monday. That's what people are doing these days. Let's have a Botox party, whatever. Not a big deal. <laughs> Okay, best first date. You don't have to tell me with who, but what was the best first date? Oh, oh best first date? Bachelorette or whatever. Uh, a dog sled that was on wheels in the hills oh, okay. of Pennsylvania so and a hot tub in the middle of Pennsylvania. So what was the worst first date? No, that date? was with JoJo, which was Oh, that was funny, JoJo? Which was funny because... Do you still like her? Because I think she's great. Yeah, she's cool. Like, we could have got along fine. But, 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 that's, but, what, the, but, um, that's whatever. What's his whatever. name? Jordan Rogers? What's yeah, his name? Yeah. Jordan Rogers. Yeah, Jordan Rogers. Is that his name? I Jordan guess. Rogers. I don't know. 
<laughs> Are you still bitter? No, no, I'm fine. Should good. we call her? I'm just kidding. Okay. All right, okay. Anyway. So worst first date. Or, oh, so best was first sled, yes, of course. I'm All a bachelorette. Right. What was the worst first date? Um. Uh, man, it's tough. I took a Tinder date one time before the TV show mm. happened. Tinder date with a school teacher. I thought it was gonna be cool. She was like a selfie ninja. Like she didn't look like, you know, like she didn't look like she really looked like. You know what I mean? <laughs> totally and know that. Yes. Like face. This is even before facing, so it was like a lot of skill. Like she didn't like face tune herself to death. She was just like really good at angles. You know. So there was no what is it called of it like blemish or a. Uh, uh, yeah, they don't have the smoothing. You can't whiten your teeth. You can't change your jawline. You can't make your boobs bigger. You can't get your tan <laughs> fixed. You can't change your hair color. Change your eye color. Make your eyes larger. Spread them apart. Like Facetune is ridiculous. It's bad like, though. They shouldn't put that shit on Facetune. You can build a Tinder. person from scratch on Facetune, and you're like, who is this person? I don't know. They're the most beautiful person on the internet, but they're completely on 100% Facetuned every time. Um, Damn. So anyway, no, this that was the worst. It was just awkward. It was just not yeah. Good. It was like Tinder date, and then you're like, eh, whatever. I'm out of here. So what is your ideal first date? Like drinks and dinner, or what? What? My ideal first date. Oh man, I like to have something to do. Like, uh... Bowling. Or maybe that's... No, no. Not <laughs> mini like... golf? The, like, mo- the most undatey thing possible. Like, like... Like... I don't know. Like, let's... Um, like... Like an event. Oh, like a concert. Like, or, well, no, a not even thing. a concert. Like, I would rather go to, like, a charity gala. Okay, got it, got it. You know? So, okay. And be like, hey, let's go meet some people. Let's see how each other are in a public. Like, interact with other people, right. Uh, interact with other people. You're like... You're not, it's not all about you. It's not all about this date. It's not all about just each other. But, but it's there's like, not a charity gala every night. So what well, do you do? Well, there is somewhere. You just well, gotta that's... go find one, you know? <laughs> pick a charity and go find out when their gala is. <laughs> I don't know. I've okay. never even said that before, so I don't even know where that came this from. I a... just completely pulled that out of my ass just right now. But I so. feel like, I feel like. But you, I think that's a good, <laughs> your it's instinct. a good, like. It's yeah, a, no, no, that makes sense. It's a good sense. petri dish of like going and understanding somebody. It's a first date, so it's gonna mm-hmm, kind of mm-hmm. probably be weird anyway. So Super it's like, weird. You, it's like might, an you might as well just let it go out there and just be yourself and not be focused so much on each other. I agree. Because that's what makes awkward first dates is when you're too focused on each other and you're just kind of like, yeah, very, like you're trying not to be too into it, but to be into it enough so they think you're into right. it. Right. It's like you're but overthinking then you're, but everything. Then you're like, well, I need to play hard to get. I feel get, like you're so an overanalyzer. They like me more if I'm kind of a hard to get. But then, like, if I'm but if I'm too hard to get, then they're gonna be like, oh, he doesn't like me at all so then you have to like walk this line of being like a gentleman like I'm gonna text you tomorrow but not too soon I'm gonna get you flowers but not too soon <laughs> and be an asshole and not get them at all either so, you don't like, have to get flowers for a girl after the first date that seems a little it's a well, little I'm not gross. saying that you would first after the first date I'm just saying like <laughs> at some point you would be like the boyfriend the guy that gets her flowers right but, like don't do it one day too soon no you're no. screwed don't do it do you always analyze your dates like this I don't analyze my life like this I okay I like, like that have I, you ever watched Vince Swan. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's like my train of thought is Vince Swan. Okay. Like you know, okay. like he goes on this like a huge monologue about like why, why yeah, you're yeah, doing yeah, something. Yeah. That's me. Okay. Wow. These are fun facts. Yeah. Okay. So now, um, what would be your advice for someone breaking into the music industry? I got no advice. You just <laughs> crack that nut however you want to crack it because it's, I mean, it's just like any other industry. It's like a professional sports world or anything else. It's its its much so about timing. It's yeah. about who you know. Yeah. It's about um, having a little bit of luck and the fact that, oh, well, who you met, 
as a producer, they actually have this great vibe that they add to what you're doing mm-hmm. as a creator and as your image. And like, there's just so many variables involved. Mm-hmm. Like, it's 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 anybody's game because you've got people like right Post Malone, right? Post mm-hmm. Malone, he lives on the couch of his buddy who's a YouTube video gamer mm-hmm. in LA, and then plays Guitar Hero and likes Guitar Hero, and he just nerds out on Guitar Hero in a basement for a couple of years. And then he's like, oh well, I'm gonna pick up a real guitar, and then picks one up, and then meets a couple people in LA, and before you know it, he's Post Malone, right? And people right, just love right, the fact right. that he's like everything rebellious, right? And like his music, and then they're just rabid about him, which that whole rise is more power to him kudos to him for what he's done as a career but it's very like off center it's very uh-huh. like out of the box and you can't just give somebody advice of how to be post Malone you know I mean? right. that just happened right or now even a more like current one that's that's even I don't even know where it's gonna go it's more fresh it's like yeah. the yodeling Walmart kid right mm-hmm, this kid mm-hmm. this kid grandma takes you as a nine year old kid to Walmart <laughs> and like you yodel this old right. ass Hank Williams music and all of a sudden you're on the stage at Coach main stage at Coachella right you're at Stagecoach you get signed to a record deal in Nashville you're going on a tour bus around every Walmart in the country 5,000 people show up just to get a selfie with you and they're chasing your bus down the parking lot like so I mean like maybe that's the advice I give you just be the yodeling kid yeah learn how to yodel yeah just yodel it's it's a weird business yeah yeah. no it seems it seems what about advice for someone who's going on the bachelor bachelorette uh don't do it Don't do it. Really, though? Uh, no, it's fine. Just be, if you're going to do that, be open-minded and be okay with whatever happens. Okay. Just go with it. Don't but you don't like, regret doing it. No, I don't regret doing it. Because I got to a point, like, after I like, had that near-death experience, oh, I was just yeah. kind of like, why not with life? And I really didn't care, like, what happened with my mm-hmm. life. I was just like, right. ah, I'll wake up today and, and do this. I'm like, I could have been dead anyway, so whatever. True. What difference does it make? True. I'll just try something else. Well, and it so, put everything to perspective for you. Yeah, so it did. It so, I I just started trying things and so I don't regret it at all but some people they're very, that are very like tied to like their reputation or what they yeah, want in their life yeah. or how they want the world to see them you go in there and all of a sudden you don't have control of how the world sees you they have control of how the world sees right. you and it's like Hunger Games but you don't die yeah, right. So. Well, even I don't know. I just thought of her when you were saying this. Like Ashley, like Ashley, I Ashley, yeah. Ashley owned who she was the whole fucking time, <laughs> and she's still who she is, and she yeah. never wavered. And she got so much shit in the press. For yeah. It. But she, she, she's great. She is who she is, and yeah. she seems amazing. And anyway, no, she's one of my really good friends. Yeah. Um, from the bachelor world, and yeah. I have a, a huge amount of respect for Ashley. She's great. And Jared seems great. Do you know him? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah we've, we've hung out a lot in the uh, last couple of years. And they're, I mean, they're amazing. They're great people. And they were very honest with themselves yeah. about what they were looking for. And they didn't jump to conclusions and try to be one thing or versus the other. They just kind of went with it and let the time go by. Yeah. And three years later, they're together. Yeah. I mean, they seem it's to be happy. So, yeah. 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 Um, okay. And your what's your favorite podcast? Oh my god. Is it hashtag no filter? Is hashtag, it hashtag, hashtag, hashtag no filter. 100%. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay, well, is there anything else? Like, I feel like we covered a lot, and I'm. Thank we you did. so much for being here. Are you? Did you have a good time? Like, yeah, do you feel fun. like you had enough tequila? Do you want more tequila? Like, how are you feeling? No, I, I've sat here, look at this tray of Shake Shack, and like the fry, I think the fries and the ketchup really like brought the truth out I mean like brought the real meat not out. the tequila but the fries and the, the ketchup fries for and sure the ke- ketchup yeah yeah oh, but great. the tequila was good yeah tequila was great too and so tonight well this isn't gonna go up tonight but tonight you're gonna be at Irish Cowboy so are you tell me are you coming on tour like wh- you're on tour right now 
Yeah, and we're in like what we call festival season. Okay. Where we do a lot of like charity events, festivals, oh, okay. casinos, whatever. Cool. Um, we did a tour with my buddy Logan Mize, uh, March, April, May. That okay. was like a set show with three different bands, 25 shows over the country. Uh, now it's kind of like back into this, like we'll go to Miami for July 4th, we'll come Got to Houston it. for a weekend, you know, that happens. So, okay, so just they should check your website. If yeah, they want website. The info. Yeah. So, ta- so you're at Luke Powell on Instagram. That's Obviously, it. I'm sure most of well, them are there's a couple of underscores in there. Oh, are there? Yeah. What, Instagram, Instagram is Luke underscore underscore. That's two underscores. You have two underscores? Yeah. Why do you not just have Luke well, Powell? Some asshole with the Luke Pell, my, also my name, has it over in the UK somewhere. <laughs> and I tried to get it from him. And, and he, he was like, no. nah, man. He's like, I'm getting a lot of followers right now. I'm good. Oh, so. yeah, he's definitely getting a lot. I'm good, bro. So you're Luke, at Luke underscore underscore yeah. Pell, but your website's LukePell.com. LukePell.com. We got that domain. That's good. Twitter Lock is, that down. Twitter is Luke Pell, no underscores. Yeah, so now I have to name my kids with... I have to check their name on Instagram to make sure it's, it's available. It's before, valid. And before, Gmail. And Gmail. And I mean, Gmail. D- depending. Before I name them, I'm like, well, sorry, buddy. You got to have underscores or the number 27 after that. So I'm not going to name you that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay. So you, so Irish Cowboy, keep up on his website. Thank you so much for being here. You're, I've enjoyed it. You're fun. so fun. And um, everyone else, subscribe to Hashtag No Filter. And you can always find me at JulieLauren14. Thank you so much, Rice Village District, for hosting us. This was great. And Shake Shack Luke seems to really be um, the I'm into, into these it fries. Right I'm into the fries. He's, thank he's you. almost finished the fries. Anyway, thank you all so much for listening. And I'll talk to you very soon. Bye.